power, power. <laughs> That's the same word, but we said it three times. Hallelujah. We cannot do anything or nothing without the power of God. It takes the power of God to change us. It is God's power that makes us his child. He changes us metamorphosis. He changes us from where we were as an unbeliever into where we believe the way we believe now. I want you to ponder this morning three powerful thoughts or points as we teach. Number one, the power of his word, the power of, his, of the cross, and the power of his presence. Let me say it again, the power of his word, the power of the cross, and the power of the spirit, which is his presence. Amen? It tells us to repent for the kingdom is now. The kingdom of God is at hand. In other words, now is the time to change. To change what, Bishop? I'm glad you asked. To change our ways. Change our thoughts. And to align ourselves with his ways and his thoughts. Now all this time you've been living here on earth, you've been thinking the way you're thinking because that was about you. But now it's time for you to align yourself with the thoughts and the ways of God. Are you with me? And so these three points to ponder today regarding the power of God. You have no power to become a child of God except to change our thoughts and ways. Uh, God's power in your life makes all the difference. John 1 and 12. I hope you got your Bible because we're going to thumb through it today. It says... But as many as received him, y'all see that? Now, here's the key, you got to receive him. As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. So, the prerequisite is that you got to receive him in order for him to give you the power. You don't just get the power before you receive. You shall receive power after. Not before. <laughs> and it says, even to them that believe on his name. So the power of God causes us to become his children, right? And this is not something that we can acquire on our own. While we must have faith and stand firm on Jesus and what he has done so that we can be changed. It is God who gives power to become his child. You don't just make this up off your own and save yourself and all that kind of stuff. No, the only way you're going to get it is God got to give it to you. And you won't come except he draws you. And how many of you thank God for drawing you in? Come on now. Aren't you glad that God drew you in? Man, if you were like me, you was a mess in a mess. On top of a mess. Huh? But God saved us just in time. But first, here's the key. We must receive and believe on Christ. Now, I want you to help me preach this today because I might do a little preach teach. But, but say this with me. I must uh, receive 
and believe on Christ. One more time, say, I must receive and believe on Christ. Did you get that? Now, on, not in. Different preposition. On, not in. That's, that's very critical here. Satan believes, knows who Jesus is, but does not put his existence on Christ. He don't put it on Christ. He know about Jesus. He, he believes that Jesus is who he said, but he don't believe on Christ. Because on is to take a stand. To put the full weight of our lives to trust upon the promises of Christ's sacrifice. So we stand on who Christ is. Psalms 145 and 11. I'm, I'm feeling good today. Feeling mighty nice. How y'all feel? All right, good, good. So they shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk, here it is, of your power. See that? They're going to talk of his power, and the only power we can get is from God. The real power to be, First Lady, is the power of God. Are you following me? So let's talk about the power of God. David talks to the congregation about the greatness and the power of God in First Chronicles 29. If you got your Bible, you can turn there. But uh, you don't even have to turn. If you got our app, you've already downloaded the notes right there in the app. And you can follow along with us and you put your own little, you know, uh, cues in there. All right? Verse 10 said, Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power, y'all see it, and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Now, who there don't want to lift up God? Who there don't want to come in here and sit like a bump on the law, want to hold the back of that blue chair? He said he's, he's exalted above all. You should always exalt the Lord. Amen. We are bound by his word. Hmm? Now, if you're an unbeliever, you, this don't make no sense to you. But for us, this is why we act cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Because we exalt him as head above all. Watch this now, verse 12, I'll tell you. Both riches and honor come from thee. Oh, oh, oh. Both riches and honor comes from God. Now, if you want riches and you want honor, start serving God. That's what I'm just reading. Both riches and honor come from thee, and thou reign over all. And in thy hand, look here, is power and might. In thy hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. But look at verse 13. It says, Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. So we give God praise for all the power that he has. Because watch this, if it don't seem right, if it ain't working right, if it, things are not looking right, God, God got the power to work this thing out. 
So we trust God even though we don't see it. We only walk by faith. We don't see it with the natural eye when we get started. We just step out and believe God going to meet us right where he said he was going to meet us. As we step out, things that we want, it appears right before us because faith took us to a place that we did not see, but it showed up in the time that we needed it. How long you been walking by faith and God been keeping you all this time? How long you been stepping out in faith and folks saying, I don't know how you going to make it out of that one and you turned around and came out all right anyhow. How many times they done kicked you to the curb and left you out, hung you out to dry, but God gave you a comeback spirit. How many times that they thought it was over for you, but you sprung back up again and God turned that thing around. How many times God went before you and you know that goodness and mercy were following you all the days of your life and you know that you know that it was God. If you would have trusted people, you'd have been gone a long time ago, but your trust was in God. Tap somebody on the shoulder and tell me, I believe I can make it from here. Oh, not just believe it, but I know I can make it from here. Because I know God is on my side. Can you say amen? I'm ready to have some church that y'all can tell today. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got all power. You know, everybody think they need to go to a certain group of people, need to get with this bunch, need to know this person, need to know this one here. No, no, no. God said he'll bring you before kings and bring you before important people. God said he'll do it. Huh? He said, I'll take down one and I'll raise up another. And if you're in jail and God don't want you to be there, if you just start singing and praying, he might even unlock the jails. If you're in jail, maybe the church is praying for you. And while they're praying for you, the doors are opening so you can walk right on out of there, Paul. Peter, hallelujah, they were praying for Peter, and Peter showed up at the door, hallelujah, some folks don't know it, but you about to show up at the door, they thought you were down and out under the dungeon, it was over for you, but you about to come knocking, because God about to raise you up out of that place where you are right now, who am I talking to in here? Just in case you didn't know it, it does get better from here. Well, Bishop, you know I'm feeling pretty good. I'm already doing good. I pray all the time. God got things going. I'm, ooh, it's flowing for me. It's, I, I'm in the flow. I'm in the jet streams of things. But you haven't seen nothing yet. Because, see, he said, I'm ready to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or think. Your thinking is too small for God because he said, I'll do more than what you're thinking. I know some of us dream big, and you should dream big, but God said your dream is bigger than that. He want to do more for us than what we want. 
You say, that's enough, Lord. He said, oh, I'm the God of more than enough. I mean, El Shaddai. You say, that's enough, Lord. Lord said, uh-uh, get some more. He started pouring it out on you. He said, oh, right, that's enough. Turn it off. He said, oh, right, get some more. He wants to overly, abundantly flow out to you. Quit selling it. Tired of people color selling for stuff. Go for what you know that God has already given you. You know, all these doors are locked. Find the keys. Because you can't find the key to unlock the door that you're standing before. Some of you, all the key is to go to school or to go back to school. That's the key that you need to unlock where you are right now. Some of you, it's just your good work efforts. You got to steal. Continue to grind and do what you're doing. The people are noticing you. Don't let up. Because when you let up, they say, oh, yeah, I was going to do it, but they, they showed me something else different. I ain't going to do it no more. Don't you let up. You stay true to who you are. Don't look at everybody else. About, well, you know, everybody else goofing off. Everybody else look like they're taking an extra this and extra that, and they taking something from the company. And no, 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 that's not you. God got somebody watching you. You stay true to who you are. Don't get caught up in the web with everybody else. Just because they in the spot of web and it look good hanging out there. Uh-uh, I don't want to hang out there like that. And so let's go and let's look at some scriptures about the power of the Lord's spoken word. Ooh, I love this here. Psalms 29 and 4 said, the voice of the Lord is power. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. I'm going to show you how powerful God's voice is. Hallelujah. God's been speaking to many of us. We're just not listening. God said, I want to take you higher, but you're not doing the, the small things. You're making excuses why not to be with me. You're making excuses on the small stuff. Well, they ain't going to miss me at Bible study. No, God said it's your test right there. You make excuses to be at Bible study, not from Bible study. God said your blessing is incoming. Not who's and who's not here. Your blessing is you and you coming. Hallelujah. The small stuff. And giving God praise when you know he deserves it. The stuff that you know you should be doing, like praying. You ain't praying to impress nobody because sometimes there ain't nobody there, but you and God. So why are you worried about, well, I don't know what to say. Well, it's just you. You ain't got to say nothing. Just say it like you're saying. God understands every language, even in Ebonics. He understands all of it. He understands broken language. All language. He can interpret all language. Sign language, all of it. He know it all. Stop making excuses. 
and listen to his powerful voice. Don't let other folk turn you away from prayer time. Study time. You should be in your word, but you're doing something else different. And that's not to say that you don't make time to have a good time. And, you know, uh, yeah, it's good to have fun as long as it is not sinning. You have fun without sinning and cussing and fussing and fighting. Amen. You can have a great time like that. The best time of your life is living a life in Christ. Some of you have never smiled and laughed so much until you became a Christian. Now you see stuff that's real funny. Funny stuff happened in church. Funny stuff happened to God's people. God's people, some of them just funny. You just look at them and start laughing. Look at the person next to you. Let me just look at them. See there? You started laughing. Look at that. You just started laughing. When you looked at them, you just started laughing. Look at that. Just funny. Yeah, it's funny. Now watch this. He says laughter does good like medicine. Yeah, I take my medicine every day. Come on, ask the folks on your road. Say, have y'all taken y'all medicine today? Your medicine of laughter. So God even give us power over death. Psalms 49 and 15 says, but God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave. For he shall receive me. So even death don't have the power to keep you down. Death is only the bridge you got to go across into eternal life. It can only hold you so long. Just a second or so, and you write it in eternity. Not only that, but God's got the power to defend. Everybody say to defend. Now, where did you see that, Bishop? In Psalms 59 and 16. But I will sing of thy power. Yea, I will sing aloud of thy mercy in the morning. For thou hast been my, here it is, defense and refuge in the day of my trouble. Let me see if I got this right. If I just keep on singing of his power. And I can sing loud of his mercy and his grace. He said he'll defend me. Y'all ain't ready. And be my refuge. If the devil is after me, I can find a refuge. I can find a place where I can go where he can't touch me. In the day of my trouble. Hallelujah. This power comes from our God. He wants us to have it. Power, power, power. Psalm 62 and 11 said, God has spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God. Now, how many of you know that power belongs to God? I'm just showing this because you might not have read it in a long time. I'm just re reiterating and reminding you who God is and how much power he has. Power belongs, say it again, power belongs to God. Not only that, but he's got the power to create. Jeremiah 10 and 12 say he has made the earth by his power. And he has established the world by his wisdom. And he has stretched out the heavens by his discretion. 
And so he has power, he created the earth. Not only that, but he has power to give. Isaiah 40 and 29, he gives power to the faint. Look at that. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Let me see if I got this right. If I feel like I'm about to give up, God will give me power. If I feel like it's over for me, God said, no, I'm going to strengthen you even in this trial. I'm going to give you strength in this time. I increase your strength when you need me. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. I've been in some tight jams in my life. I've been in some close calls and some near misses. How many of you have been there before? And guess what? Life is not done with us. We're going to still have some tests and trial, but I'm encouraged by this scripture because God said he give power to the faint. Even when I feel like, I ain't talking about it, but I'm feeling like I might want to give up here, God said, no, I'm going to give you some more power so that you can go on from day to day. And if you don't feel like you got any might, I'll increase your strength. That's a promise from God. That's a, you're not always up and, and you're on your game. You're not always ready to jump and let's pray and let's rebuke the devil. Let's go and let's just mind, let's bind him up. You ain't always on that, that, that. You ain't like that always. Sometimes you're alone a little low and you need somebody to come there and pick you up. And sometimes when your brother and your sister won't pick you up, then Jesus come along and say, Jesus will pick you up. So I need this power from God. Dr. Veronica, I need this power from God. And then Paul writes about the word of the Lord having power from the spirit. So we see here the word, power, and spirit. Say that with me, the word, power, and spirit. First Thessalonians 1 and 5 says, For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power. See, some people think that, you know, well, they just up there talking. That don't do nothing for me. No, it don't just come. This don't just come in word only. This here comes in power. This has got the power to change your life. Are you hearing me? If it's just word only, yeah, you're going to be yawning and everything. Yeah, when is it over? Because it's not doing anything for you. But when you embrace it, it becomes power and in the Holy Ghost, as I said, in much assurance. As you know what manner of men we were among you for yourself. You know the way we used to be. You know we wasn't doing nothing, wasn't talking about nothing, standing on the corner, you know, fanning flies and telling lies. You know we wasn't doing nothing like we were all that thing. We were casting over that we could rap the image. We wasn't nothing. Huh? You know what we used to be, but this gospel got a hold of us. And his word became power to us. And we began to bask in the Holy Ghost. Then we had so much assurance that God is working this thing out and he turned our life around and he did it so much so until we wanted to tell somebody else. I don't believe that trial. You don't, you don't believe, listen, you, I don't believe, well, why you won't try it? Nah, that's all right. Well, hey, 
You won't know. You won't know. You'll never know. I tried it and I know him to be all right. So number one, the power of his word. Say that with me, the power of his word. So the power of God's word to create faith. We need the power of God's word to create faith. Let me say it one more time. We need the power of his word to create faith. Now why is that important in having faith? Faith really is the principal thing. Without faith, it is impossible. Y'all see y'all already see, I'm talking to a class that already know. It is impossible to please God without faith. Huh? And that's why you got to understand this faith thing because we walk by faith and not by Some folk don't want to have faith unless they see it. Seeing it is not faith. Because if you see it, you can walk right up to it. But you got to walk when you don't see it. Let's start mixing some confession. T say this with me. I'm going to walk this week even if I don't see it. Come on, say, when I, while I'm praying about it and I don't even see it, I'm going to still walk towards it, not seeing it, but believing I'm going to walk right up to it. So the word of God creates faith. It has the power to create faith. All right, here it is, Romans 10 and 17. Y'all know this. So then faith coming by what we're going to hear. By the word of God. Your faith increases, my brother, by the word of God. That's why the devil fight you from reading your Bible. That's why he fights you when it comes to studying your Bible. Girl, that's why you get sleepy when you start reading the Word, but when you're reading all that other stuff, you are, girl, look at it right here. Ooh, child. But when you get the Word, you're Because he don't want you to know that you're about to get power against him. So that's why he don't want you to come to church. That's why he don't want you to come to Bible study. He don't want you to come on Sunday. He don't want you to get the word. Because faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He don't want you to hear it riding in your car. He don't want you to hear it while you got to low down there on the job. They listen to all the other stuff. I'm listening to the word to talk to me. This year, you need your faith to increase. 
So would you just make a pact with God and say, God, you know what? I'm coming to get all the worry that I can get. Now let me go on record saying this. If this church is not giving any worries, you don't need to be here at this church. You need to be at a church where they're going to give you the word right straight to you. Where you understanding what's coming out of his mouth. Don't you just go to a church just because it's a user-friendly church. Well, you know, I like to go there because, you know, they, they don't never make you dress up. There ain't no reason why to go not go to the church. To go to that church. I had one fellow when, you know, we had we have T-shirt Sunday. He said, man, I, I don't know if I can handle a, a preacher up that preaching in a T-shirt. You ain't seen nothing yet. I'm going to have some sneakers on next. It's not your outward appearance that gets you closer to God. It's your inner man that connects with God. It's Jesus on the inside working on the outside that bring about a change in your life. If I came in here with holes in my shoe, don't you judge me. Because if you just pray for me, maybe God will give me a new path. But right now, I'm going to praise him with the one I got. Don't you worry about the naysayers. Don't you worry about the haves and the have not. I don't care what I got or what I don't have. I'm going to praise him anyhow. Can you say Amen. How many of you have made up your mind? With or without, you're going to give God the praise. With or without a new car, I'm still, I drive up in here with the old one and give God the praise. With or without a new house, I live in the one that I got. With or without a new pocket, but with or without a new wallet, with or without a new jacket, I'm going to give him praise with what I got. If I give him praise with what I got, he's bound to give me some more. He said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto me. You keep talking about me, God going to add some stuff to me because I'm seeking his kingdom. You don't worry about how people look at you and when the comments they make about you, they're going to talk anyway. I don't care if you was a billionaire, they'll still talk about you. They talking about Bezos right now. Why well, had to lay out 10,000 people? He a billionaire. Well, we don't know. Then if I find out, I can comment on it. But I don't know why he laid off 10,000. Somebody said, well, he might have been greedy. See, you speculating now. Huh? Because you don't know if you have, you know you up against something where you got to make a decision and you know it might not rub, it might rub some people the wrong way, but you got to make the decision anyway. Because you know when you got more, it costs more. Some folks folk talk about they want to have a ministry like T.D. Jakes and all that. It costs more to run that kind of ministry. We got to believe God for $10,000 a month for operation. He got to believe God for 100000 a week. Yeah, 
how it tastes, man. Ooh, it just was so together. It just looked so good. And you know, bitches them just got it together. And you know, we don't have this and that. And y'all don't have it because nobody giving nothing. James got that come for giving something. We can only go as high budget allow us. We walk by faith every week. Lord, are they going to show up this Sunday and give? Every pastor in America, they, they operating on faith. Because everybody decided to miss one week. Whoa, God, a lot of them going to be in a deficit. Look how y'all getting quiet now. But you know what I found out? That most people love their ministry. And they're going to give to their ministry. Because they love their ministry. I found that out. And I ain't going to worry about nothing anyway because this is God's program. If he want to shut it down, then hey, he can shut it down. Hallelujah. And people are like, well, you know, where did this and where did that happen? Then what you going to do then? I'm just still going to give God the praise and the glory. I can do something else. Retired military, I still got training. I could do something else. What I mean, well, what you gonna do if the Lord if the Lord shut it down, it's supposed to be shut out. But except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain. But if it's of the Lord, He gonna cause it to multiply. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I come that you may have life and life more abundantly. How many of you can testify I'm living my abundant life? I'm living my blessed life. How many of y'all blessed up in here? I'm living my best life. And guess what? It's going to get even better. Ain't no sense you getting jealous of the person you sitting beside. Ain't no sense you getting jealous of the husband and wife that sitting beside that look like they got it going on. Some of them they sit there they ain't looked at each other yet. But uh, you know I ain't talking about them. But I'm talking about, I ain't no sense of you look. They think they got, you know, they look like they in love. They think they did that. Well, listen, don't hate, appreciate. Don't hate, congratulate. Because the last time I checked, haters make you greater. got better since they start hating on you. Looking at you all crazy at it and everything else. Huh? You must don't know the God I serve. My daddy, he take care of me. He own all the houses and the land. Don't you fool with me and mess around and get all tied up with God. Man, Ryan and God said, uh-uh, don't worry, don't worry about it, B, I got him. I, don't worry about it, B, I got him. You, when God get through with you, you would rather me handle you than God handle you. I know what I'm talking about. 
having too much fun up here. So we're talking about faith comes from the power of the word. Power of his word. The message of Christ has the power to save. Where do you get that from, Bishop? Romans 1 and 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, and to the Jews first, and to also to the Greek. Well, hey, no matter what order we're in, as long as we got it. So it's the power of God unto salvation. Power is a word to purge out sin. Ooh, I like that. I can't help myself. God will purge sin out. Oh, I ain't never seen that mission. I'm glad. I'm sure to you. Hebrews 1 and 3 said, Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his, of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins. Sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. When he got through purging out all the sin, he just sat down. He already have given the power to purge out sin. Sin don't have a hold on you unless you uh, hold on to it. You got to release and let it go. I can't stop fornicating. Yes, you can. Yes, you can stop. You can stop. Hallelujah. I can't stop messing with the other folk wide. Oh, yes, you can. You better stop. You better ride the wrong one. You won't be here long. You won't be here long. Now, some of these folks here, they look good in that red and that, that, them suits and everything. But, man, let me tell you something. They don't mind going to, to the jail ministry for you. <laughs> Dunny ain't here today, but I told Dunny, I said, now, I, I told Dunny, I said, now, listen, you know, she already had a whipping. So you know, you a lot bigger than her and everything else like that. She a little bit of something. Oh, yeah, you can just snap her and everything else. But I'm going to tell you right now. I said, I already counted up the years. I told her, I said, I done lived a pretty good life. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm not finna wrestle with you. Hallelujah. And they got things that can stop big people like you. What y'all laughing about? I was serious. I said, I got everything together. Hallelujah. First lady be able to live good and everything else. Hallelujah. Y'all come, all I ask you, come visit me when visitation time is. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm up in the court. I said, like, did you mean to shoot your son? Yes, I did. <laughs> Hallelujah. About playing around here. All right, the power of his word, alive and powerful, able to get the depths of our soul and spirit. Oh, I love this. Where do you find that, Bishop? In, in Hebrews 4 and 12. For the word of God is what? Quick. And what? Powerful. And what? Sharper than any two edged sword. 
doing what? Piercing even to the dividing of sunder of what? The soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the, the word of God does all that. So there's nowhere you can go that the word of God can't go. There's nowhere you can be where the word of God is not already there. There's no thought that you can think that the word of God hadn't already thought. So the word of God will find you. The word of God will find you. You see, a lot of people don't like this word because the word of God will pull you to the table and tell you about yourself. That's why they try to get rid of it. They want you to accept the way that they say life should be. Well, I cannot go against the word. Now, I know you don't, you don't like what I'm saying and what's coming out of my mouth, but I cannot go along with you, uh, he and he, getting married. And she and she getting married. Because it, it, it don't support my word. Or, excuse me, God's word. Now, I, I didn't make this up. I didn't write it. Because if he'd have wrote it different, we'd be following that. But we can't go against his holy word. If you want God's best and his blessings, then you got to stick with his word. There's some people looking at me right now. You're going to say, I ain't studying nothing Bishop said. I'm going to do it my own way. I ain't gonna study, I'm not studying God. I'm going to do it my way. I got my way made up anyway. So I don't, I don't care nothing about the winning church. I don't care about the losing church. I don't care about the in-between church. I don't care what church you are. I ain't hear nothing y'all got to say. I'm going to do it my own way. Okay. 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 You, it's, it's just like your parents. They got stuff set aside for you. And if you show out and cut the monkey and disown them and everything else, they probably going to cut you off. I've seen it. They cut their blood off and they give it to somebody that really love them like they should be loving them. Now, I know you didn't want to clap off of that, but that, that does happen. That, that does happen. Hallelujah. So you, you, you don't want to do what your, your father God say do? You think you're going to get what he got? Really, you are classified as not being his child. And here's the thing. Being a child of God, he done done his part. He done created you and formed you after his image. Now your part is to accept him or reject him. So people get mad at God because they reject God. Folk get mad at you because, you know, you done loan them money and, and they won't pay you back. So they mad at you because they owe you money. Come on, then, y'all. Come on, now, talk to me. Y'all ever figure that out? They mad at you because they owe you. Now, that's my money that I gave you free heartedly, and you mad at me because I owe you money. Well, I know why you looking at me. I know I owe you some money. I'm going to pay you. I ain't said nothing. So you guilty. 
Since you said it, yes, you owe me some money. Yes, you need to pay me. And you ain't getting no more until you pay me that back. That's why I be hoping folk don't pay me back because they ain't coming back. Like, you ain't getting nothing else until you pay me that back. Now, if I give it to you, that's one thing. But if you borrowed it, I'm looking for it. You gave me that promissory note. I, I, I want my money. But if I give it to you, that's something totally different. I say, I just sold, I'm going to sow this into your life. You ain't got to come back and say, okay, then when, I, when, when do I need to pay you back? You ain't got to pay me nothing back. That was my sowing into you. See, because you can't pay me back what God going to pay me. You hear what I said? You can't pay me back what God going to pay me. Folk look at you and try to size you up to act. They think they all blessing all that and always talking about what God done gave them. Listen, don't look at what I say God done gave. Go, go back and look at my sowing. So what you saying, you jealous of my sowing. You jealous of her sowing or his sowing. Because the Bible says you will weep as you sow. And that one scripture will tell you weep more than you sow. You sowed the wind, but you reap the whirlwind. Hallelujah. Don't you get upset because of somebody else's sowing. What you got to start doing is say, well, wait a minute, what they doing? Let me learn how to sow too. Let me learn how to sow. I was, I was, uh, yes, did it. That's what my grandma would say. Yes, did it. I was getting ready to wash a pair of pants. I do, I do the washing at the house. I pulled them pants out. I said, Left some paper in here. I, 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 something was folded up tight enough. I looked at it, reached in the bitch. A hundred dollar bill was folded up in my britches. I said, How long this thing been here? I don't remember putting it in there. Hallelujah. Hint, hint to some of y'all. Go back and look at some of them clothes you ain't worn in a while. Go back and check some of them pocketbooks you done threw in the corner and saw yourself done emptied them out. Huh? Go back and look at some of them coat pockets, them jackets. Somebody slipped up to you and put something. You just put it in and forgot all about it. Especially when I open my coat, I always find stuff up in here. Huh? Because you can be talking to people, somebody give you something, you just put it in and forget about it. Go back home and start checking some of them. Huh? Amen. Now, if, now, if you know somebody used to having money, go check theirs first. Check, the, check your wife's pocketbook first or check his pockets first. Then you can check yours. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> some of y'all ain't you leaving nothing in <laughs> Woo! So the power of his word to give life and holiness, it says in 2 Peter 1 and 3, according as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. What? Life and God. What? Life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to the glory and the virtue. So we understand, number one, that we have the power of his word. Say that with me, the power of his word. Number two, there's the power of the cross. Say that with me, the power of the cross. 
So preaching of the cross is power to save. According to 1 Corinthians 1 and 18, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. They're like I'm talking today. Some of you all think this is foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. Can you say amen? Did it got the power to raise us up like Christ? Where did you find that? Ephesians 1 and 19 and 20. And what is exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him on uh, at his own, own right hand in the heavenly place. Can you say amen? Also in 1 Corinthians 6 and 14, it says, And God have both raised up the Lord and will also raise up us by his own power. So we see that we're not going to stay where we are. He's going to raise us up too. Come on, take your hand and say, he's going to raise me up too. Do y'all see that in the scripture? We're not making this up. You know, when you die, it's over. Uh-uh, he said he's going to raise you up too. All this is in your Bible. That's why I, I talk the way I talk, because it's all in the word. The power of the cross is what God did through Jesus upon the cross. And he took our sins upon himself, nailing our sins to the cross, bleeding as the sacrifice of our sins. And so Jesus did not die from being crucified on the cross. Did you know that? He did not die from being on the cross. The Jews did not kill him. No one could kill him. The Bible say he gave his life for us. G-A-V-E. He gave his life. He is the one who gave up the ghost, the Bible said. When he died, he gave up the ghost. When he said, it is done. He gave it up. Nobody could kill him. He gave it up. In other words, the cross represents the love of God for all mankind and the power to save us to live as God designed in his presence forever. And so the cross is where, all, uh, where, where it all happened. But it didn't end there. The grave could not keep him and he ascended to take his heavenly position and authority and called us to follow after him. Can you say amen? So that's the power of the cross. He said, follow me. Uh, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. And we'll follow in Christ just like he rose from the grave. We are going to rise too. If we're not caught up in the middle of the air, we are going to be rise or raised up just like Christ was raised up. Can you say amen? And so there's the power of his word, the power of the cross, and then finally there's the power of his spirit or the power of his presence. So filled with joy, peace, and hope by the power of his spirit. Romans 15 and 13 says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may uh, abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. I don't know about you, but I am filled with joy. I am filled with peace. Because I believe on God and I am abounded in hope. You have hope and it comes to the power of the Holy Ghost. And the only way we can receive the power of his spirit is through 
God, the Holy Ghost. Acts 1 and 8 says, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the othermost part of the earth. And so we see here that God says that I will give you power uh, through Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost which he sends, uh, which be that comforter after he leaves here, that he will come upon us and we shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon our lives. Can you say amen? And so Paul's message was a demonstration of power of the Spirit of God. First uh, Corinthians 2 and 4 says, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing word of man's wisdom. I don't have to have 10-gallon jaw-breaking uh, words and a dictionary of uh, uh, vocabulary out of this world, but all I need is to preach uh, the power uh, of God and preach my God not with enticing words like man wants us to teach, but we will preach with uh, the power of of the Holy Ghost can you say amen it's got to be in demonstration of the spirit and of the power even the heavens declare the power of God according to Revelation 19 and 1 he said after these things I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying hallelujah hallelujah salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God uh, yes 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 the only way we're going to have this power is through the power of his word uh, and the only way we're going to recognize this power is a power that comes from the cross and the only way that we are going to acknowledge and see the power reigning in the day we live in is through the, through the demonstration of the Holy Spirit can you say amen and I don't know about you but God can use us to demonstrate his power matter of fact I want to be used in order for God to demonstrate his power come on I need you to state that with me say I want to be used to demonstrate God's power. And so here's my final thought. It is by the power of God that we are his children. And that is the power that changes us. His power comes through his word. Uh, his sacrifice and the presence within us. And as his child, we have received an incredible inheritance as children of the almighty father. And so what I want you to know as Peter will help me close this. First Peter 1 and, and, and first Peter 1 and 2 says, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the father through the sanctification of the spirit unto the obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you and peace. Be multiplied. Blessed be the God and the Father of all of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy have begotten us again unto lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away reserved in the heaven for you who are kept by the power of God 
Somebody say, I'm kept by the power of God. Through the faith under salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. So God has already set this thing up. He said, for foreknowledge. God already worked it out before we even got here. God was already thinking about what you needed before he gave it to you. It is the power of God. And so we don't understand everything yet. But being kept by the power of God through the saving faith will be understood when we see Jesus by and by. And so that's why I tell you that we all need power, power, power. Because we cannot fight this battle on our own. We cannot fight the devil by ourselves. But what we got to realize when we get the real one on the inside, baby. We have the real one, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus on the inside. He is the most powerful thing in this entire world. You got to get the Lord on the inside. And while he works on you on the inside, he begins to control your flesh. Your flesh won't be wild and out. But you will keep your flesh under subjection. Can you say amen? You will know when you got power with God. When you are tested with the things of the world, you'll be tested to not touch things that you shouldn't touch. You'll be tested without taking something that is not yours. You'll be tested with saying stuff that you know you don't have no business saying. You'll be tested with looking at something that you don't know. You know you don't have no business looking at. But the power of God comes alone and take residence on the inside of you. And I'm glad he's on the inside this morning. Can you say amen? When he comes on the inside, he get hold of your tongue where you don't talk like you used to talk. When he comes on the inside, he get a hold of your mind that you don't think the way you used to think. Can you say amen? Can I get a witness that God changed you just in time? Would you wave at somebody and say, he changed me just in time? It was just in time. He pulled me out just in time. I was on my way going down, 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 down. But he picked me up just in time. Am I looking at some witnesses in this place that God picked you up just in time? Yes, he did. He picked me up just in time. Can you say amen? You only know me because you see me at church. You only know me because you see me praise God. You only know me because I act nice to you. You only know me because I'm a greeter on the door. You only know me because I'm a usher and I look like I know what I'm doing. You only know me because I'm a deacon at this church. You only know me because I'm one of the elders in this church. You only know me because I've been here to the existence of this ministry. But you don't know what God did for me. How he brought me out and how he loosed the shackles and he turned my life around. I didn't have enough power to save myself. But the power of God came along and touched my life. You don't know what I've been through. For all you know, I could be a murderer. For all you know, I could 
be a rustler. I, I could be a midnight gambler. For all you know, I could be a woman chaser. For all you know, I could be a person of lust. For all you know, I could be somebody that's meaner than a junkyard dog. But God came in with his power and changed my life. Do I have a witness in this house that he changed your life? All of us in here, we are ex-somebody. Don't you look at me like you've been saved all your life. You are ex-something sitting up in here. All of us, all of us are ex. You might be an ex-liar. You are ex-womanizer. You are ex-my-God-man-chaser. You are ex-something sitting up in here. But that's what I used to be. But God saved me just in time. The power of God came into my life and turned me around. Can you say amen? Used to have thoughts of shooting people, but God turned my thoughts into heavenly thoughts. Can you say amen? You don't know like I know. Would you tell your neighbor? You don't know like I know. You don't know. What the Lord has done for me, he turned my life around, yeah, and he put my feet on solid ground, shout, yeah, I'm glad he saved me just in time, point at somebody just in time, he was just in time, he was just in time, the songwriter say he's a on-time God. Is he a on-time God? He's a on-time God. Yes, he is. He's a on-time God. He's a on-time God. Yes, he is. He's a on-time God. Yes, he is. He was on time for you. And he was on time for you. Can you shout glory? And so I'm not going back. There's nothing to go back to. I'm going forward. I can't hardly wait to see what God got for me. I know it's good. Can you say amen? It's just like your children. Can't hardly wait to get their Christmas presents. Can't hardly wait to open them up. That's how I feel about God. I'd have smoked myself to death if it had not stepped in. 
kill myself, but thanks be to God, he came to give me life, life, somebody shout life, 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 more abundantly, shout glory, more abundantly, I'm living the abundant life, said about you, you ain't nothing, this and that none of that even matter it didn't hold no weight, it was like water off a duck's back you still standing in living color and where are they? come on now, where are they? you are still here with all the folk counting you out Look at me, little old fella. He, he ain't gonna be no good. Look at, look at his dad. Look at his family. Look where he come from. God will raise a root out of dry ground. But you size me up with my past and my history. Because my history haven't been written. You look at all them people that, you know, before me and now here, here come me trucking. Well, since they didn't succeed, then I guess you now. Uh-uh. Don't you size me up with them. I done messed around and got hooked up with the one that can change everything. Let me help you out, brother and sister. He's changing your story. He's rewriting your story. Before you make a decision, will you consult God? 
Just don't haul off and follow your flesh. Don't do it by flesh. Do it by the Spirit. We have gotten ourselves in so much trouble because we did what we wanted to do and not what God wanted us to do. See, our problem is we're so impatient. I ain't waiting on God. I ain't waiting on no God. He too slow. He too slow. Oh, so what you saying that you done made yourself God and you're going to get ahead of him. That's what you're telling him. He don't know what's best for me. I know what's best for me. That's the furthest thing from the truth. He knows what's best for us. And we trust him and not even ourselves. Think about this. We change all the time. We might believe this over here one day, and then over here we believe something else. We change like the weather. But he said, I'm the Lord thy God, and I change not. I change not. He's going to remain the same. And I pray today that you will allow God to give him your his power and you allow his power to take residence in you let him renew that power that you once knew that was there some of us during the pandemic we allowed the power to kind of you know put the power on the shelf let it rest a while I don't need it we had a pandemic no that's the time we needed the power of God more than any other time. And from the looks of your family, you need the power of God working in your family right now. You're at a most critical decision, important choice that you've ever made in your life, and you need God to intervene. I don't, I don't understand. I, and I know I'm just, I'm gonna let you, I know y'all been standing, but I've been standing longer than y'all. But now, listen to this. I don't know why you move away from the one that can really bless you. Why do we think that God is mad at us so then we become mad at God? It don't really compute. Why would you want to get mad with somebody that can really bless you and show you the way and help you? Amen? You know, some people, you know, uh, even some of our pastor friends, you know, we can be talking, have a good time, but, you know, when they know that we stand on something, you know, they kind of shy away from us, you know, don't want to be hanging around us. Well, I'm, we, we, first lady, I'm not going to judge you. My thing is that, you know, why you shy away from the people that really trying to help you the most? You ever seen that? They're like children get the devil in them. I don't need your help no more, Daddy. I don't need your help, Mama. I don't, I don't need this. They don't tell me when to make up my bed. Well, well hey, I'm going to tell you, I'll leave. Well, go on, leave then. Then the devil put you out there. You done left. You struggling. Man, at least when I was at Mama's house, I did get to eat. Ain't nothing in the refrigerator around here. Huh? The devil will put you out and then pride to make you stay out there. People call and say, how are you doing? You know you're suffering. I'm doing great. Quit lying. Know you're suffering. You be like, oh, help me. Help me. Help me. I need help. But dude will say this, I'm doing great. Huh? That little pride make you just 
not tell the truth. And so you stay in bondage because the truth will make you free. You know, sometimes we as parents, we'll tell our children, when you leave here, you can't come back here, ever come back here. I don't think that's the right advice. Now, that's just me saying I, I don't think that's the right advice. Because you don't know what life is going to deal them. Maybe what happened to them wasn't their fault. Right? Now you done told them they can't come back here. Now they got to go out there and suffer. Amen? Just like the, the young girl say, well, my parents told me I can't come back, so I had to go on the street to sell my body, but they told me I couldn't come back. Don't put your children out like that. They, they still got your last name. They still yours. They still connected to you. But here's the deal. You come back to the B household, my rules still stand. I ain't changed. I'm going to take care of you, but my rules still stand. Now, if you can't follow the rules, well, praise the Lord. Because I'm going to be fine. The last time I checked, you's the one that needs the help. So if you need the help, you need to follow that. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. I will take out the garbage. I will make up my bed. Yes, I will be going to, uh, going to Bible study. I'll be ready for church at 10. Because you ain't got nothing to, nothing to worry about because your daddy is taking care of you. That's the same way it is with God. You ain't got nothing to worry about, but you want to leave God, talk about it. I don't need God. I don't need none of the heavenly hosts. Oh, okay. All right. All right, bigoty. All right, bigoty. I hear you. I hear you, bigoty. You don't need him? Okay, God said, okay, let's see how this is going to work for you. Go on out there by yourself. Let's see how it works for you. Because you know, last time I checked, people out of the world, they don't care no more. They're like, look, we tried to do the best we can. Talking about groceries is up so high and gas done got high. We, don't, we ain't got no room for nobody. I tell you what, you go back to your mama, your daddy, because you eat too much. Go, go back over there. Amen. I'm telling you, you need to hear God Invite his power in your life. Your life will be full of riches and honor. Now when I say riches, riches, I'm talking about having all the money in the world. I'm talking about a life that is so blessed that you don't worry about nothing. Now I know I pass this church, but I don't worry about this church. This is God's church. Hallelujah. I talked to Esther several minutes. Y'all go ahead and stand up. Let us pray. And it may be perhaps some of you don't care nothing what I said today. But for those of you that will receive the word that we spoke today, I pray that it will multiply towards you. It will multiply in your heart. But you're going to do something about it. You're going to invite the power of God in your life. You're going to have the, the power of the word working for you. You're going to realize that the power of that cross and the, the power of his presence. Are you following me this morning?
P-P-P. Power, power, power. Would you bow with me? If you're here today and you know what? Hey, Bishop, this is December. Man, it's time for me to get myself together, get my act together. I don't even know really where I'm going. I just need God's guidance. If that's you today, say, you know what? I need God's guidance. I want to I accept him as my Lord and my Savior. I want to rededicate my life back to him. I want to be a part of a moving, thriving ministry. Well, when they speak to me, I understand the words that are coming out of their mouth. Hallelujah.